Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name, as always, is Chris Moore, and I am pleased to be here with you. We get together twice a week and we chew on God's word, discuss our own lives and how we are growing and being challenged in serving the Lord, loving our neighbor, and making disciples here at University Fellowship Church. This week we have the Grand Jarl. Heist, 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 Heistenberg. That was with the Berg. <laughs> that was Germanic. That feels yeah, Germanic. It always feels uh, Welcome, Lou. Thanks. Glad to be here. It's the first time we've, we've sat down since uh, I got back. Yeah. From making baby in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife had a kid. Well, it's... you weren't there. But, <laughs> but I've, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen Margot. Very cute. <laughs> but I'm saying that I could have brought, I, I, I like to tell people I had a baby and they yeah. say, well, and then I say one flesh. So <laughs> 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 and Rachel wanted to throttle me. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. But yes, this is our first time sitting down since uh, my return. Yeah, man. Which I'm very excited to do. It's been a while. Recording with everyone else. So lame. Recording with wow. Lou though. I know. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. Well, don't tell them to. Just kidding. You say this to all the podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) Just butter them all up. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The next time I ask, everyone's going to be like, can't help you, Chris. I'm too busy to record now. (laughs) Go talk to your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Go talk to Lou. Um, Well, Lou, I was thinking. Mm -hmm. One of the beautiful, multifaceted gems that we receive in Christ is being grafted into a family of God. We're not Mm -hmm. saved by ourselves. We're saved into something. And that is the body of Christ. And that means that we have relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Of varying stages of proximity and intimacy and conflict or avoidance. Mm -hmm. So many personalities. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it might be interesting to discuss how we navigate some of those relationships how we navigate conflict or differences and the importance of relationships in, in Christianity. Yeah. Well, it's a big topic. Um, but you're right. Relationships, relationships I find to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, especially within a Christian context because they, I firmly believe are absolutely essential. And, but in our culture, America, the West, well, but the West, but especially America, rugged individualism and yeah. I can do this on my own, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Um, I'm going to have my quiet time. I'm going to do that all before the kids wake up and, and that, and that fulfills my obligations in some sense. But it, so I've been reading, um, the topic of relationships been reading a lot of different ones and I've come back this is probably like either the second or third time I've read the book boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, is that cloud and Townsend? It is cloud and Townsend. Hey, yeah, there you go. Nailed it. So Christian psychologists, therapists, but really what they're trying to do is, um, tease out certain aspects of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily Christian relationships. They would just say healthy relationships. Sure. But it, within the Christian context, there can be this, this propensity to think 
that I can't take care of myself because I have to be like Jesus and I have to lay myself down, mm. right? So mm-hmm. that others can live. And the book, the first chapter starts with this really interesting story that's fictional, but it could really be any of our lives. Sure. Where this woman, um, she's she's married, she has two kids, she's working a job, and um, hour after hour, she's going throughout her day. People are making demands of her. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea, this repetitive idea of like, I can't say no because I need to be like Jesus. Right. That wouldn't be very Christian of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That wouldn't be very loving of me. Right. I need to sacrifice myself. That's got to be totally alien to any person to hear yeah. that story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the, you know, that's the, the point, right? It's like, oh man, we, we all experience that mm-hmm. or we all feel that. Maybe to um, maybe we don't all feel it. I feel it. Sure. I think the majority of people probably do. Yeah. Yeah. I, Rachel and I just took a personality <clears throat> test and it was interesting just to see how her, our agreeableness was different mm. between her and I. Mm-hmm. And she ranked, ranked much higher on agreeableness. And so she would probably identify a lot with that sentiment mm-hmm. that she's got to be proverbially the well that everyone else draws from. Mm. Um, whereas I'm a little less agreeable. I'm a lot less than she is actually. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I still feel that, that kind of, mm, I don't know if religious is the right word, but there's a, there are some implications that are different because I'm a Christian than if I was simply mm-hmm. uh, a secular mm-hmm. materialist, yeah. you know, because, because there is a desire to be Christ-like because Christ does give us an example that is self-sacrificial mm-hmm. because there are teachings about serving mm-hmm. and care for the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do we tease that out in a way that, mm-hmm. I mean, or, or is that, mm. is that a, um, accurate thing that we simply mm-hmm. give and give and give and then mm-hmm. what? <laughs> and then <laughs> you die, die? Yeah. <laughs> and life is miserable. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that, I mean, he spends the first, they spend the first part of that book mm-hmm. trying to refute that idea mm-hmm. Okay. that, okay, yes. Um, we want to be like Jesus. Um, and we want to be able to lay ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time though, we all have things that we uniquely are responsible for. Mm-hmm. And they use an, a great example of somebody's property. And Get out of my lawn. <laughs> Grand <laughs> Torino. Um, <laughs> Um, I love Clint Eastwood. Yeah. John Wayne is not the best cowboy, everyone. It is Clint Eastwood. Oh, there you go. I'll die on the hill. Sorry, Haley. I haven't really watched a lot of Westerns. <laughs> True Grit. I've watched True Grit, both old go. and the new. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so he used this idea of property. And if you have two people, they have a house, they got a yard, they got a fence up. Um, you wouldn't expect your neighbor to come over and mow your lawn. Mm-hmm. It's your lawn. Yeah. You wouldn't expect them to water it. And I'm a man. So you're going to mow your lawn. Nobody mows my lawn but me. (laughs) Which isn't even true. Yeah. Nobody doesn't mow my lawn but me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sit and stare at it, get overgrown. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but that's that's your prerogative. It's mine. 
and so um so you wouldn't expect people to make demands of you or demands of you to like you need to mow your lawn or um or you need to mow my lawn mm-hmm. right so he takes this idea and he just tries to put it in simple terms for us that we all have our own responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of being made in God's image. Mm-hmm. That's part of being human. And this ties in a little bit to um, your soteriology, but um, he talks about how God has made you um a free human being Mm -hmm. to choose to follow him or not to follow him. Air quotes around free. Thank you very much. But well, (laughs) I did that for you. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and he doesn't force himself to upon you to do this or to do that. Sure. Right. Some sort of mysterious cooperation. Yeah. Depending on that your, might your not even be the right. Yeah, I didn't like when that word came out of my mouth. I take it back, everyone. No, I get it. I'm not Pelagian. <laughs> okay, so if we go back to the boundaries, we yeah. all we all have just these things that we are responsible for. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yep. I'm so sorry. You're good. Um, now, would you say, having read this a couple times, that there, are, wh- what lens are they coming from? Are they coming from a distinctly Western lens? Would you say, or are they trying to take? trying to approach it like a, a biblical lens as, you know, as, as earnestly and honestly as they can, or is, Oh yeah. I mean, it's been read widely. So not just by Christians, but by non-Christians because of their communication, the concepts, I Mm -hmm. mean, it's pretty well, um, recommended. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, it is unapologetically Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're finding their, uh, motivation mm-hmm. for their arguments mm-hmm. rooted in biblical truth mm-hmm. um, versus that uh, individualism that would say, this is my lawn, stay off my lawn, mm-hmm. it's mine, mm-hmm. simply because of the nature of... Oh, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're going to, they're defending their arguments, mm-hmm. obviously, partly from... Um, their experience as psychologists and therapists mm-hmm. and human behavior. But mm-hmm. since it's a Christian resource, they're pulling from scripture. So mm-hmm. for example, like when Paul says, if man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Yeah. So if you are completely capable of taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. but you don't. Right. There are God ordained consequences yeah. that you should experience in order to encourage you to be a healthy, mature person. Yeah. Part of being a healthy, mature person is being able to take care of yourself. That looks like working a job, putting food on your table and eating it. Right. And, but what we can do as Chris, as well-meaning Christians, we can short circuit that. Mm-hmm. We can say, oh man, they're really hungry. And I'm not even trying to talk about like homeless or the needy. Like we're sure. just talking about just the, the normal you know, the normal Christian. Yeah. Um, oh man, they, they look hungry. I'm, I'm going to give them some food. I'm, mm-hmm. Well, but they're not taking care of themselves. You're that person then is short circuiting mm-hmm. that God desired consequence. So one example of this might be a well-meaning, but overbearing mother. Could be. Or, or even or a father, father who's, who's going to, he's going to change the oil for you, but he's never going to stop and teach you how to change oil. Mm-hmm. Or an overbearing mother might 
tidy your room for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's your responsibility. Tidy your own room. Mm-hmm. If you're old enough to do that. Yeah. If you're not, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast cause you're a baby. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be like households have different rules too. Right. Mm-hmm. So like that, that could be a thing that the parents want. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with my sons, I mean, sometimes I ask them to clean their room. Mm-hmm. Um, other times I'm like, okay, you just get to live in your squalor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, but so like we do the same thing with their money, mm-hmm. you know, like they earn money and then they go and spend it. And then they realize, wow, that was a really stupid decision. Yeah. But if I short circuit that and I say, okay, but I'm still going to buy that thing that you want, even though you just spent your money, mm-hmm. they don't learn. They don't learn anything. And part of God's desire for us is to be mature people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, but that part, that comes in part through crappy consequences. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is it's a Christian's responsibility to, with wisdom and compassion, allow people to suffer the consequences sometimes. Sometimes. And, but that takes wisdom, right? Yeah. Um, so th- you could look at Galatians six where um, I don't have a Bible with me and I don't want to pull it up on my phone, but if you look at Galatians six, it talks about almost, and it, it's like verse, the verse three is like, take care of your brother's burdens. Mm-hmm. Verse four is like, let your brother take care of his own burdens. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and um, from my understanding, I don't have it open with me, different Greek words for those two those two burdens. Oh, interesting. They make the argument that one of those is burdens that the person is perfectly capable of taking. It's like their everyday stuff. Yeah. Work a job, eat food, take a shower, Mm -hmm. right? Like mow your lawn. Like those are normal things. Mm -hmm. But then there's other burdens, which are, you can't bear alone. Mm -hmm. And that's where it requires wisdom for the Christian brother and sister to say, I don't think this person is capable right now. Mm-hmm. So like, what if um, a husband just lost his wife? Like, should he be expected to make meals? Right. Um, maybe we should show compassion there and mm-hmm. provide him some food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, and, but we, we can't just come to the Bible with treat it like a, like a checklist. We need to use wisdom in these, in these scenarios. But so on the side of, uh, 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 my brain just stopped working, Lou, on the side of having to set good, healthy boundaries <clears throat> and, um, say no and assert yourself. Like <clears throat> how does one navigate that difficulty, especially within the church where maybe the other person has <clears throat> strong expectations yeah. that you're obligated to do this thing mm-hmm. that I've asked you to do. How yeah. do you deal with that? Yeah. They talk about, well, that's, that is really the whole purpose of the book is, okay, what does it look like to create healthy boundaries? Mm-hmm. So I'd say one, read the book. Yeah. Just um, read the book. It's just really good. But then there's a verse, which I love, um, Proverbs 29, 25. Like a city that is broken into and left without walls is a man who has no control over his spirit. Mm. And I find that interesting because the the author is comparing a city to someone's heart. And it is the 
it is the responsibility of that person to create walls with doors or gates to Mm -hmm. let people in should they need to, but it is their responsibility to take care of their heart and to be able to say that expectation that you want me to do, Mm -hmm. I'm going to create a boundary there and I'm going to say, no, that's not, or yes, that is, um, or no, you lower the drawbridge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Monty Python. Yeah. (laughs) And then they launch a cow at him. But if you don't have the boundaries, mm-hmm. then your your heart is defenseless mm-hmm. and people can take, they can make you feel guilty. Yeah. Um, they can they can eat at your boundaries, your lack of boundaries. Essentially your heart is just free game to be pillaged. Right. Um and so I've read it a lot. Because I feel like that's something that my heart needs to be continually reminded of. I don't relate to any of that, but keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me in depth how someone fixes I'm that Completely lift. immature. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, it's a great book. You'll probably find it at Goodwill. So, I would suggest reading. But you do have to answer the question, which is mm-hmm. how does somebody navigate that? How does someone proverbially build those walls up? How does somebody. Mm. assert that boundary with another brother oh. in Christ or so um, like the like the nitty gritty well yeah I mean don't we don't have to wax poetic about oh, it but know. like what are some practical ways that someone says I gotta stop giving rides to to this person you know mm-hmm. it's like I've been giving rides everywhere and it's become an issue or mm-hmm. I feel like I I don't have to serve the in the way that this person has expectations that I serve or yeah care. well it um, not to oversimplify it, but it sounds like being able to say no. Mm-hmm. And there's different. But would Jesus want them to say no, Lou? Yeah, if it's not their responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying. I, but look at G- Jesus, is a great example. He didn't yeah. heal everybody. Right. And some people, he actually made them work mm-hmm. to get healed. And he dipped out a lot when people mm-hmm. were rushing him, mm-hmm. went away for a prayer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. Um, differentiated. He knew what his purpose. He knew his his goals, what the father wanted him to do, mm-hmm. and so he said no to people. Um, but the thing it's important to note when he said yes, he was making a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, compelled by guilt. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So we can look to Jesus's example. Mm-hmm. At the very least, in 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 large, just seeing that he did set boundaries with people, mm-hmm. and that's okay to do, mm-hmm. and it is something that we have a responsibility to. Because if you give everything away, you have nothing left mm-hmm. to serve the Lord with. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can be really dangerous mm-hmm. because you you think you're doing something good, but then you realize you don't actually have what you need mm-hmm. to do the actual good thing. Yeah, I don't know if that was opaque or not. Hopefully that people understood that. <laughs> yeah. Your family, your family and your job need the best version of you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have anything left to give, you're not going to be like super cool to live with or right. be around. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. I find, I, tell me if this is your experience too, that when you find yourself giving for the right things mm-hmm. and again, what the right things are, it's not a grab bag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but I believe there are right things out there mm-hmm. that you're giving yourself of. For me, at least, I find myself feeling like 
I actually received in that. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like there's less of me. I feel energized, mm-hmm. encouraged. My heart is bolstered. Mm-hmm. Not to say I'm going to do it cheerfully every time, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. been kind of my experience when I know, oh, this is a right thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty. Like I don't really want to do this. I shouldn't do this. Or mm-hmm. maybe this isn't good for the other person. I just feel good and my heart feels full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you want to give of a clear conscience. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be giving out of a compulsion, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, yeah, I had another thought, but I forgot it. Oh, gone, there you go. Gone in the wind. Yep. Well, I think that that is really helpful, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you shedding insight on probably something that a lot of people feel in mm-hmm. their day to day life, especially if they genuinely want to honor and glorify the Lord. And we all know as ambassadors that we represent the Lord. So I can create kind of complicated situations mm-hmm. where like you feel obligated to help or do something or fulfill someone's expectation. And yeah. maybe that's not the right choice. Yeah. Maybe saying no is yeah. the God honoring choice. Yep. For sure. Well, listener, I hope that you heard that as permission to just say no to everyone in your life and stop being caring. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Lou <laughs> was looking down at his phone and I was like, when am I going to get him back? <laughs> no, hopefully that was permission to see that you as an image bearer of Christ and as an uh, uh, ambassador of God, that you have a responsibility to steward yourself well. And part of that means using godly wisdom in navigating how to help and um, I haven't read it, but would you endorse the book When Helping Hurts? I know that that's been around a lot. I haven't read it. Oh, well. But yeah, I've heard it's, as it's a church, like one of those. I think we included it in our discipleship booklet that had resources in mm-hmm. it. So but very popular book, When Helping Hurts, mm-hmm. would probably be a good read for this. And then Boundaries by Townsend and Mick Cloud. Mick- <laughs> Cloud and Townsend. Cloud and Townsend. <laughs> Mick Cloud. <laughs> Not Mick Cloud. Just Cloud. <laughs> Uh, Lou thank you for spending time with me I appreciate it and our listeners listeners we will get you on the next episode bye well thanks for listening thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word we produce these podcasts and release them twice a week so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one don't forget love God love your neighbor and make disciples